The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams. Hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here at Empower Radio. Uh, if you are, whether you're tuning into the show for the first time or the 101st time, I'm sure that on some level you believe in angelic experiences or the divine or um, some type of unexplained companions that walk a path with you. Personally, I believe in the angels and uh Really, I believe in all of it. Um, when I have a sign or anything that comes into my life, I don't judge it. I don't really question it. I'm just thankful that it has appeared in my life. And that's how I felt when I received the book, The Angel Experiment, a 21-day magical adventure to heal your life by Corin Grillo. I sat down a few months ago and went through the 21 day experience. So we're going to talk about that and we're going to have a great conversation with Corin. Uh, so welcome to soulful living Corin. Oh, thank you, Terry. It's wonderful to be here. I loved the angel experience experiment and the angel experiences that <laughs> I made sure I paid attention to and wrote down and, um, you know, expressed my gratitude during the whole 21 days. And in fact, um, a couple of times have just gone and opened up the book and just took advantage of where I was that day. Um, so how did you come to, to write the book? What inspired you about it? Um, well, yeah, I think it's, it, well, it's based on a, um, a 21 day course that I did uh, many years ago. And it was this kind of this channeled idea, right? So mm -hmm. I had never done anything prior to that, that looked anything like this before. And so, uh, so each day I sat with the angels and asked, Hey, okay, guys, who wants to come next? And they essentially framed it to me that they were wanting to, what's the word? I, 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 get, I got the feeling it was like a, creating an angel holiday and that they wanted to give humans some gifts. So essentially it started with they wanted to give 21 gifts to, uh, to the people. 
Mm. I love that. And you have your own um, miraculous story around working with the angels. I mean, before you started to really dive into it, your life was in a, in a not so great place. Um, can you share with the listeners, share with me how you got to that point and what that particular miracle was that was the game changer for you? Uh, yeah. So, um, so for most of my life, I struggled with some pretty severe depression and Mm. I was just one of those people that didn't like to burden other people with my feelings. So I would always keep everything in. And I had a lot go on in my early life in my early childhood that really kind of set, set me up for a life of disaster. I would, I would say, Mm. um, and there was all of this stuff that I just couldn't emotionally metabolize. So, um, so on the surface, it probably looks like to a lot of people that I was doing pretty well, meaning I, I, uh, I got um, I got into UCLA and I you know I used to live in the hood um, you know and really uh, impoverished area inside of uh, LA so you know from the outside people were probably thinking she's doing great but really I was coming unhinged on mm-hmm. the inside and uh, I you know I just started you know finding other ways to try and take my life besides the direct way so I did a lot of things that were super dangerous. Uh, you know, drugs and all of that and uh, trying to get off the planet, but it didn't work. I stuck Mm. around. And so, um, so I was just classically white knuckling. And eventually I found a way to have a job. So I was a licensed psychotherapist. Um, I had a daughter, I had a house, I had all the recipe on that they tell us, Hey, these things will make you happy. But in fact, things were for me getting worse and worse. Mm So, um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, what my life looked like, um, when I finally met the angels or I encountered that miracle, just to give you an example, I was, you know, drinking about a fifth of tequila every couple of days, again, momming, I'm a mom and I was, you know, rescuing gangbangers off the street for my job. So it was really intense. And, um, so I was drinking a bunch. I was taking Adderall. I was taking antidepressants. I mean, I, I was burning the candle at both ends Mm. and, um, and it wasn't working out. So, so a friend of mine randomly bought me an angel healing and I didn't know what that was. I just, and, and it was because it was my birthday. So she didn't know that I was suffering or I struggled the way that I was struggling. Uh, yeah. So essentially I just, I went to this angel thingy and I was like, woo, yeah, let's go see a psychic. I'm open to it. You know, and at the time I didn't really believe in angels. I did not believe in angels, but I just mm-hmm. didn't know that they were as radically awesome as they are. So yeah, after this, this healing um, it really was a game changer for me because then all of these amazing angel synchronicities started happening. And I did the one thing that she told me to do, which was talk to the angels as if they're real. So that's what I started doing. I started having all of these a- angel synchronicities. And then a few days later, I witnessed a, a just like <laughs> a mind blowing miracle that, um, that I even, it was so massive this miracle that I had uh, angel shame. Like I refused to tell anybody about it in the beginning because I knew it sounded crazy. Mm -hmm. I remember reading that in the book, you know, that you, you were so taken aback by it that you, you didn't want to share it with anybody. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, because I'm a therapist, right? Terry? Yeah. I'm a therapist, so I, I know what sounds rational and what sounds crazy. So, you know, if I tell my friends, hey, you know, I, I witnessed a bird drop from the sky and, and divide itself into three healthy birds and fly away. Like, and, you know, that's the actual miracle. That's what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that that sounded crazy. Like, they're going to think I'm having a psychotic break. So, uh, so I knew to keep that to myself for a while, but it was, you know, the moment was really insane when it happened. And, um, but what was crazier or more even powerful than what my eyes were seeing as I watched this uh, bird with a broken wing divide itself into three healthy birds and fly away. As I was watching that, I could feel a presence with me that I had never felt before. It was like this deep, profound love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, it's, it's almost like super staticky, like my hair wanted to go on its head on its end. Um, so yeah, it was really, I just was not expecting that if, you know, uh, especially when I just described to you what my life was like, I was not doing the things that you should be doing to, uh, witness, uh, witness something like that. Yeah. But the beautiful thing was that within um, you know, I, I don't want to say a short period of time, but over time, that miraculous healing began happening within your own life and you began paying attention. Yeah, well, uh, what started happening was I started uh, feeling a new and experiencing a new voice inside of me, um, a voice that was optimistic, hopeful, energized, inspired, mm-hmm. that once, you know, I so I started listening to my inner guidance and I really could feel the angels with me. And then they started coming into my one-on-one sessions with my clients, which was really awkward for me because I didn't know because I'm a therapist. Right. And right. So, <laughs> so, so I was, you know, in the beginning, like I said, it was, I had angel shame. I, I didn't know like how to like break the news that, Hey, there's this uh, intuitive message coming in from the angels. Do you want to hear it? You know, it's an awkward conversation in the beginning, especially if people (laughs) don't know that I do that work and not even I knew that I did that work at the time. Mm -hmm. Well, and I really love that, you know, you not only talk about this, uh, how the angels can impact our lives, you give us the tools. And I love that you said that the angels kind of told you that this is what they wanted, you know, that because we didn't learn this kind of stuff growing up, you know. Um, I even from a mystical and shamanic perspective, I didn't start talking about this stuff until, oh, probably 15, 20 years ago. And every day I now witness something. And sometimes, I mean, I have to be honest, sometimes I'm not really paying attention to it. And, and what I loved about the experiment was that it, like over time, like a couple of days and something would happen, I'd be like, oh yeah, that happened on day three. And I forgot to write that down. And, um, you, you know, you really encourage people to start noticing it, but you teach them how. Yeah, because I think if we don't know how, then we miss it. But once you kind of learn how to open your eyes a little bit and open up your heart to the reality, you don't even have to believe in them is the thing. Um, Because I didn't really believe in angels. I I just did what she said, like talk to the angels as if they're real. That's what I did. And these things started happening. So um, we are hardwired for having this kind of real, palpable 
um, tangible relationship with spirit, but we are not taught that, you know, that, that they're actually right here right now. And we can, to me, it's like building a relationship. And that's why, um, you know, it, after I did this 21 days the first time, right, I didn't know if it was going to work, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was just like, just faith, faith that, you know, something fun's going to happen. But the radical things that started happening for people, you know, some people had major healings. Some people were able to release some addictions like cigarette smoking and, and, um, and the kind of the daily feedback I was getting was so incredible, especially, you know, imagine if you do the angel experiment with a group of like, you know, a thousand other people mm-hmm. and people start having radical, I mean, it, so it was just so beautiful. Um, so, so yeah, the, the design of how the angel experiment works is I feel like it helps, helps us open up and, and re-embrace the, our ritual nature, mm-hmm. um, because I think humans are designed to engage in ritual, but many of us kind of shunned, um, walked away from traditional religion and things like that because of mm-hmm. the obvious issues um, with some of it. So it really, you know, just brings back a really organic, uh, organic vibe to celebrating spirit. Well, and I love that you said in the book, um, you know, make them your friends. Okay. So I journey or meditate every single day and I am constantly talking to spirit like, and my guides, like they're my best friends, right? I did not think to have those same conversations with the angels. So I really thank you for that because that opened me up to this whole new experience by having real conversations and like I do my guides and I'm like, well, how come I didn't do that? Right? How come I didn't do that before? So you invite us to have those conversations and, and, you know, still honor them and, and rever them. But at the same token, be able to converse with them. Yeah, you know, and I think for me, even the reason why I was not talking to angels is because I'm not a religious person. I was not a religious person. Mm-hmm. And like I associate angels, I, I used to associate angels with like religion. And what I've learned is that angels are not, you know, no one religion can claim angels. They, they're they actually all over in all of the major religions. And, um, and you know, since the beginning of time, we have... Um, cave paintings or people kind of talking about these benevolent beings. They don't always call them angels, mm-hmm. but we do know that they're, they're around and supporting us. Yeah. And most of the time you see them with some type of halo. Right. Yeah, and so, yeah. And so if you, for one reason or another, have a grudge against uh, Christianity or whatever religion, you accidentally throw out the baby with the bathwater, mm-hmm. you know, Mm hmm. Yeah, that totally makes sense to me. Well, you know, it, again, it was such an eye opener because I have these conversations with spirit and all the time. And I have these like, OK, I have to say one of the things I loved that you also said in the book was that you you talk like a sailor. We're not going to talk that way on the show, but that's me. <laughs> and like I will even say to them, WTF, what is happening here? You know, so you invited me to just be myself with them, with the angels, instead of uh, instead of not having these conversations and still 
I still honor them and give them the highest honors that they deserve. And yet I, I just love that piece of it. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I mean, look, I was the last to, to know myself. I thought I was, you know, getting judged, but from all the things that I was doing from my language, from not being religious, like, you know, we just kind of unconsciously feel like we're, we exclude ourselves out of the, the, um, that conversation in a way. And, you know, I used to meditate too, and I did all the things that, that did not seem religious essentially, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, I mean, what I found, especially when I started working with my clients with angels is that no matter what they were going through, I remember sitting with a prostitute, um, and she was really in a bad space. And when I invoked the angels for her, um, she had a really deep healing and the amount of love and compassion passion that comes from the angel. There was no judgment. Mm -hmm. And and so um, over the years, I realized, you know, so much of that judgment talk when we associate it with religion uh, is not true from the other side. Like the more that I've opened up to spirit on the other side, I have never had um, an experience where I feel spirit is trying to like condemn the person sitting with me. Right. So then that made me, that made me then go, wow, if it's true for her, that's probably true for me too. And it kind of took me into a level of a deeper self-acceptance where mm-hmm. we don't have to be perfect. And I, I think like even in the spiritual community, there's a lot of spiritual bypassing and this perfection. Like we got to make sure we have to use the right language and, and be vegan and do yoga every day, do all the perfect recipe. Again, that was given to us by other humans, not by right. spirit. And so, um, so I realized like, okay, maybe I can just show up as myself, mm-hmm. be myself, and see what happens. And so, so yeah, so I think a lot of people when they're maybe in my communities or they join, um, I have a member site called the inner sanctum. Um, or if they see me doing live streams, when they hear like, Oh, we're talking about angels. They have a certain persona in mind mm-hmm. of like, what an angel person should sound like. And so every once in a while I'll throw, you know, I'll drop an F bomb. It's appropriate, you know, just cause I like just flow in the moment. And I am just telling you, it is, it's just as much of a shock to me that I could just be who I am. Yeah, I think that that is something that is really a beautiful experience to come to within yourself. You know, that right here, right now, no matter what you did, no matter where you were, no matter what you say, you are loved. You are love, and you are loved without judgment, unconditionally, no matter what you think you might or might not have done in your life. Yes, or are currently doing in your life. Or doing, exactly. Like, that's the bombshell for me. Like, I don't have to clean up my act in order for spirit to just love me and not just love me, but support me, bring me miracles, help me uh, rearrange my financial situation, my relationship situation. I mean, um, working with angels is just so, like, practical. And, you know, I've always said that whether you are praying or you have your hand on a crack pipe, you are, are just, you are equalized in the field of working with spirit and angels. They don't care what you're doing. They mm-hmm. just want to help you and support you. If you can feel worthy enough for their love and support. And if you start asking. Okay, listeners, again, uh, this is a conversation with Corin Grillo, and we're talking about the Angel Experiment, a 21-day magical adventure to heal your life. So um, what are some of the examples of 
some of the miracles, uh, let's just call them miracles, some of the most beautiful things that your, your clients or your readers have experienced during the 21-day experiment? Yeah, I mean, I think the range goes as far and wide. Sometimes we have people who are who suffer with chronic conditions that uh, maybe weren't out, able to get out of bed um, because of uh, fibromyalgia or you know just constant being in constant pain. And we have a lot of people that report a, a, a an intense reduction in pain by the end of it. And the reason why is because it's not just this book isn't just about calling in angels. You're at, what we ask is that we're asking the angels to come and release us from mental pain, emotional pain, um, psychological pain, um, past trauma, because when we can let go of that crap, mm-hmm. um, our, body fun- our, our, our body functions just better. So I, I feel like with the pain reduction, the main reason why we're seeing that is because the angels are helping us come into back into alignment in perfect health, with perfect mental health, perfect heart health, perfect physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the really cool ones that happens because it's so tangible. Like when someone can't get out of bed and all of a sudden they're walking around gross- doing their own grocery shopping, it's, it's like life changing for them. Mm-hmm. And and also the coolest part is because that happened for them, then they develop an actual real relationship with spirit, not just something that you find in, you know, in a Bible or you're not just doing some prayer. You're in relationship with spirit and asking them, you learn to ask them on the daily. So that's fun. Also addictions getting relieved. I also think that's for the same thing because we're releasing all this emotional, energetic crap that most people don't know they're carrying from mm-hmm. a lifetime. So we, you know, we had that stuff. Um, I just met with a woman last week who read the book, and one of the days, one of the gifts that that um, the angels give is wealth. And so uh, she signed up for a session with me, and she's like, "I have to tell you, I just you know finished your book, but on day eight, day I forget what day it is, the wealth activation. I did the wealth activation later that day. I went to go buy a lottery ticket because you know why not, and I won a thousand dollars." Wow. Wow. Yeah, I I just heard that one last week. Um, So, you know, over the years, I've heard, just heard it all, right? Mm -hmm. um, So, like I said, it could be so practical, just wealth. It could help um, open your heart back in relationship with your partner. Maybe you've built up a lot of resentment. Um, But I know that just working with angels can help you have a whole perspective shift on your life. So um, I think some of my favorite miracles are the ones that are more subtle. Like mm-hmm. somehow you're, you're just, you feel more insulated in life. You feel more resilient or just like uh, the, your boss that you totally get under your skin. All of a sudden it just matters less, you know? So things like that, I feel like are, are the ultimate. I thought it was absolutely beautiful, and I loved the angels that you included in the book and the fact that you included, um, you know, descriptions of the angels and meditations and invocations so that people could, oh, and you have the audios available on the website. There's a link in the book, which I absolutely love, you know, that, you know, so you didn't have to, you could listen to your voice reciting the invocations and the meditations so that you didn't have to read it on your own, which I thought was really wonderful. Um, I know for me personally, as I went through it, there were days that I could literally feel the 
the wind in my bedroom or in my living room, my meditation room, change and shift. So I knew that they were actually coming in beside me. And that was, that was a really amazing to me. And so many other things. And unfortunately, we don't have a lot of time to talk about my experience. Um, oh, darn. But I really wanted you to know that I felt I just felt such a huge shift in my life and I really appreciated it. Um, and we're getting down to the wire. We only have maybe four minutes left. And I really want to talk about your podcast because right now people are at home. We are in crazy times in our world. If you didn't need angel experiment before COVID, you need it now, right? <laughs> we do. We need it right now. And, yeah. and we need your podcast. So tell me, tell us a little bit about the podcast. Well, you know, the podcast is actually my, my, my COVID, my quarantine baby. So yeah. I had been uh, thinking about it for, for a while and I finally, you know, just decided to, to get it out there. But yeah, you know, for me, the podcast is just a way for me to enjoy um, and share other topics. I, I, I do go on as myself, just talking about angels or doing activations, but I also have friends or other experts join me in, in areas of um, health, personal growth, and spirituality. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, what, whatever it is that we feel we feel like talking about at the time. But uh, it's really fun for me. And it, there's been a really incredible response. So I'm really grateful. It's called The Golden Vine. Yeah, I, I really loved it. And I loved your blog, you know, so the topics that you have on there. Um, I think that you know, the presence that you're bringing in invites people, especially because they are, you know, kind of uh, holed up with COVID right now to experience it and to be able to maybe rediscover things. I mean, you talked about near-death experiences and there's probably people that felt that during COVID. I know, I know. Yeah. So what's fun is what, especially when I have on guests, we talk about, you know, their, what they're feeling into like what this moment in history is about. And um, we have some pretty uh, dynamic, <laughs> dynamic uh, conversations when it comes to all these things like near death experience or um, sensuality, sexuality, and spirituality all together. And, um, but yeah, we, we need all the help we can get right now. That includes me. So I love meeting other uh, other people and, and talking about this stuff because it helps elevate us all. Well, Corin, I cannot thank you enough for joining me here today and for sharing the book and your just your vivacious, loving personality. Um, listeners, again, I'm having a conversation with Corin Grillo and Corin. When I love for my guests to leave the listeners with something that they can take out into the day to elevate their soul, maybe deepen their connection with the divine. What would that be for you? Uh, okay. So I want to stress that the whole point of the book and the work that I do with the angels is that so you can feel them and really experience them. So I say today, you ask them to help show you how to feel them. Um, mm. how to feel them, how to see them in your life, how to, how to look, at the, look at the signs in a different way and look at the support that they're bringing you. Because when you start asking for that one thing, you can really start noticing a lot more. Your, your spiritual eyes start opening a lot more. 
That's beautiful. Well, thanks again. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And um, listeners, go to Corn's website. All the information will be here on the Soulful Living page at Empower Radio. I'm Laura Worcester, host of the Intuitive Life Podcast. As an intuitive medium and teacher working with the world of spirit, I love to share the peace that comes with the awareness that our departed loved ones are still with us. And I also love to help people explore what it means to live an intuitively led life. Start listening now on mindbodyspirit.fm or wherever you get your podcasts.